0: Annyeong, and welcome to You Juku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, Petey Rave. This is episode 42, This Place is a Prison. These people aren't your friends. Enjoy! Buenos Nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fine episode of You Juku. I'm Petey Rave. Your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my co-compatriot, my friend, Brandon Cooper aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz?
1: I'm doing exceptionally well. I'm part of the animal kingdom today. I got a cat and a bear. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, you got all of the animals come to you. All you, know, you need is like a deer and some flowers and some birds. Uh, and a and monkey you- to
1: hold up a baby lion and bless it. <laughs>
0: Bless with with
2: uh, the uh, 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 uh. uh
0: and then they, they do a, a semi sequel uh in which they turn that uh majestic moment into a fart joke. Uh mm-hmm. but that's beside the point. Uh we're talking about East Asian pop culture here uh once again, and as we start every episode we check in with each other uh to say see what we've been listening to this week. Uh Kaz, what have you been listening to this week? So this
1: week was going to end up being another uh promote hip hop in Korea week but a string of ballad songs came out <laughs> um from from different singers and and most of the ones I listened to were really really well done um and one of the first ones i want to feature is by uh Woo. uh it's called rain on me uh and and uh, me and Petey were talking about this a bit, but uh he was on NBC's Star Edition season one, which is, those aren't the shows me and Petey have really gotten into yet, so other people might be like, what? Just hearing about him? Pfft. He's, you know, like, I've been knew he could sing, but, you know, this is, <laughs> it's new to me and Petey, and god damn, this kid blew me away, like, his voice is amazing. Uh, the The music was, eh, but I was really in it for for his singing um it's just so good, and the the video is just kind of really basic and stuff uh it, it's just kind of him playing with the band, and it starts off with him kind of blowing them out of the water to the point where they yeah. almost <laughs> couldn't just go in and start playing without just listening to him a little bit and I think yeah. it, it kind of. Draws that focus where it makes you do the same thing. Uh, cause he just starts singing before any music comes in, uh, uh, just by himself, no instruments. And it, it draws you in to just listen
0: to his voice. Um, uh, yeah. and then the music yeah, finally picks
1: up. A, oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Oh, yeah, fantastic voice. But as you were saying, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I, I really like this. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward. Uh, to hearing more of him, cause I don't listen. Uh, like I don't really straight out listen to a lot of ballad singers. It's a lot of pop, a lot of rap, um, a lot of kind of R&B stuff for me with with Korean music. And I kind I think I'm gonna finally take that take that toe and dip it into the water of ballad music. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh from from Korea. Yeah, because uh, so a lot of that stuff is what's really actually <laughs> popular. Uh, namely, yeah. yeah. Uh, ballads and, uh, folksy music and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, this one's a really cool example of it. And like the, the, the chorus is really kind of powerful and really cool and impressive. Uh, and, and, and yeah, it was a very, 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 uh, talented, uh, uh, you know, uh, personnel behind it. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so on to my next song. I, I'm gonna murder his name, but Kim Dong, Kim Dong Rul. Yeah, Kim um, Dong Rul. Yeah. Uh, called How Am I? Uh, Kim Dong Rul is a guy who, as far as I know, has been around forever, uh, in singing and, and, uh, has made a lot, a lot of good you know, uh, Korean music, or Korean ballad music is what I meant to say. Um, and they describe it as really poetic, uh, and, uh, this is a song you want to go, you want to turn on the English captions when you listen to it. Yeah. Uh, because there's some, some really just sweet, kind of hit you at the heart kind of word. Um, and then another little side note, the, the video starring, uh, Gong Yu, Yeah. Uh, who me and Petey have raved over <laughs> in a bunch of movies, especially when we did our watch of uh, Silenced, which is a really, really, really good movie. Uh, it's one of those things. It was on Netflix. I'm not sure if it still is on Netflix, but if it is, definitely go check it out and listen to the episode that me and Petey did on that because, man, we were just like, we fucking loved
0: everything about that. Yeah, about especially his acting. And yeah, uh, this one was... Uh... Uh, and I'm, and uh, probably applies to the next one. Uh, it's a really well sung song. It definitely, this one, and I think even that, especially the next one, uh, makes mm-hmm. me think of like 80s soft rock a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 80s soft rock ballads, like you listen to on an easy listening radio at the, at the dentist station. But it, I think it's really well done and, and, and really kind of cool and, uh, and well written and it's nice to hear it in a different language and from a different perspective. Uh, yeah. And of course, you know, a, a, Gong Yu is a handsome, handsome man. I don't like looking at him. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, might as well just go to the next one, which was my favorite of the bunch. Um, it's a duet with, uh, Zaya and Hunt, uh, oh god, I'm gonna murder her name. G-I-M and Honey. I've said it before. Honey, Honey uh, Honey can sing. Uh, and she's a lovely, lovely young lady. (laughs) Um,
0: yeah. So yeah, some fantastic. Like they had the actors, a fantastic, fun little story, a fun song. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's just. I mean, I did I say, say I meant. I'm looking at the video, so I said she. Uh, I meant to say Hanui could really sing, and the, the lady in this video is, yeah. is just so, ooh, she's so pretty. Yeah. She's <laughs> I know so I've pretty. seen her in stuff, I can't, I can't place what I've seen her in.
0: Yeah. Um, but it, we almost have well, to kind of I look it I'm up. We gotta stuff. figure it out. Uh, do some research. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's got that classic of having actors appear in the music video instead of the singers. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. you always gotta love that. Uh, us tell a little cute story. And, uh, yeah. the video also, uh, features, uh, later on in the video, uh, bebop, our girls in bebop is kind of making a cameo role, <laughs> uh, as the band that the, that the young girl recruits to kind of, uh, bolster, bolster him and, and let, let him kind of get seen in a bigger light. Uh, also some other dude playing the violin wrong. Which <laughs> uh, is fun. So
1: it's fun, but no, these are definitely good songs that are. Like, me and Petey have always talked about the kind of music that people actually listen listen to in Korea. Yeah, this is the kind of music people listen to in Korea. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And there's a reason why, because yeah, it's fucking cool. good. Yeah,
2: that's <laughs> good.
1: Um. And Honey's yeah. just a guy you you should definitely check out. Um. Yeah. It's oh, I nice I got confused. Um, but sure. yeah, no, definitely go check them out. It's, it's just awesomeness. Yeah.
0: Uh, and of course, for, for my stuff is I, I, one of the songs that I, I noticed a couple of songs that were released, uh, recently. Uh, all of these, I think were recently released. Yeah. Uh, especially this one, Zion T, a guy from a label that we are fans of, Amoeba culture. Uh, that has a bunch of other, has, has other people, uh, that we are a plan- fan of. I believe a primary, uh, dynamic duo on the, on the same label. Uh, it mm-hmm. yeah, just has, it's filled to the brim with people we like. Uh, Zion T, one of them. And it came out with a really cool, uh, new ballad, uh, really cool, smooth song, uh, just a, kind of a, uh, seemingly melancholy, but actually kind of really sweet song. About, uh, family, you know, named Yanghua Bridge, uh, Yanghua de- Dekyo, uh, and it's just a really cool song, really interesting lyrics, really interesting kind of emotion to the song, uh, and really kind of simple, well done video that really uh, fits the mood of the song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what do you I think? I love,
1: I love the way this was shot, and, uh, as you re- as Petey recently knows, I've been getting a lot more into photography so it's always interesting to me now to watch these videos even more than it was when i was pretending to be all artsy about them um, and there's a lot of things that i just kind of like about this video i love i love kind of the lighting arrangement the colors and kind of the way that it's shot it's just really kind of beautifully done um and really well thought out you know like there's a lot of thought to every every image that you're seeing and every every scene that you're looking at in this Zion video, you know? Uh so it's just really well thought out to match the song really well. Mm-hmm. Um so definitely, definitely go check it out. It's one of those days where it's just like go check out everything we're talking about.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh Zion T, a fantastic yeah, it's just a fantastic singer. This is really cool, like uh sweet song, really cool, beautiful song that that I really dug. Uh and yeah, I really dug it. Uh but moving on to, to the next uh track. Uh so Suteji uh is in the middle of his comeback. Uh Suteji, uh for those in the know uh is the guy uh at the head of Suteji and the boys, uh the mm-hmm. group that single handedly changed the entire face of Kit Korean pop music. Uh <laughs> you know, well triple handedly, I guess. Uh a group that also uh featured uh our buddy and YG. Uh, so it, it is a group of legacy, but Seth Agee, uh, has, you know, continued his career, has gone back and forth between, you know, <laughs> retiring and coming back into music, uh, and even, you know, going to the States, getting married, uh, living his life, uh, and he's come back with some new music, and this time actually doing, this is one half of a kind of a duet, s- sort of with IU. This is kind of IU's mm-hmm. half of of the song, and I, I don't think they've released it yet, but Soteiji is going to okay. kind of have a follow-up, uh, of his. I own, was slightly
1: his... confused for half a minute because I was like, am I in the wrong dog? <laughs> <laughs> I was like my... the song clearly says IU?
0: Yes. Uh, this is IU's performance of, of a song that, uh, Soteiji, pr- uh, wrote, composed, uh, and then he's going to provide his half of the song. This is, uh, Dong. Dong. Hmm. Uh, and it's just a very interesting song, both musically and, like, visually. The, vi- the video's uh cool and odd and and very well acted, I think. Uh, You know, these kids that are kind of caught in, you know, this air raid uh, time. Uh, this air raid and, you know, just this chance meeting. And, and just this song that was kind of this you know, electronic tinges and, like, this... Really cool haunting singing from IU, uh, and IU's singing really shines in this song. Like, yeah. IU is a fantastic singer. And I, like,
1: I've been missing out on IU. Like, I've just kind of been like, "Oh, I want her to release something. I want her to release something. I want her to release something." You know? Yeah. Um. And so this is just lovely to finally get be able to hear something from IU again.
0: Yeah, and it's like, uh. It's something very well written, very well done. I love the electronic tinges of and, and that uh, permeated and kind of the mood that it sets. Um, what do you think about this, the song?
1: Um, I like it overall. Uh, the electronic beat kind of loses me at points, uh-huh. but I, it, overall, I really, really, really in, enjoy what I'm listening to and the composition of it. So, yeah. I just, and now that I know there's supposed to be two parts to this, I'm not, I wanna wait until uh, their second part of it kinda comes out, uh, and listen to it. And, wait, have, this is one of those days today where there's, you know, cause all the videos are really artistically done, so they, they have a lot of people in it. Isn't that the same little girl from Good Doctor in this video? Maybe. Or am I
0: being racist? Uh, I don't know, cause I, I, I don't remember if I see a full shot of her face. I know. Go to about. Uh, let me see here. I know this he. makes great radio. I know he's. Uh, one, he's. Uh,
1: his. He is. Go to like 229 in the
0: video. Yeah, so 229. Um, he is. Yeah, I think that is her. Uh, he is definitely the kid that is in a show. Uh, he plays the younger part of the male, the main character. Uh, in a show we're going to review at some point soon. Uh, it's okay. That's love. And then, yep, yeah, yep. She's,
1: started, she started, just so people know, I started watching it today, but I'm not going to give my thoughts on it today. Uh, cause I at least want to, you know, really get through the first episode and maybe start the second. Um, it's kind of our new way that we're, we're doing this shows on Halidraku, kind of see how that works a little bit better.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's, uh, he's, uh, he, was, well, you can like, definitely yeah. see her around like 238. Yeah, 238. Yeah, I saw her. She's definitely that young girl. And then, uh, mm-hmm. he is, uh, the, the guy, uh, he is the, he plays the younger version of the main character in, uh, uh, It's Okay, That's Love, which is really cool and interesting. Uh, yeah, really well done and well acted. And I really dug like this mm-hmm. song. I'm looking forward to, the Sateji's version, uh, to come out. And then, uh, last video is just a little cool little video. Uh, YouTube is, uh, going strong <laughs> with, uh, uh, of course, formerly of Nine Muses, uh, putting on another cover, and this time of, uh, Udurang, aka, uh, uh, Growl by Exo. Uh, mm-hmm. and it was a cool little, uh, you know, fun little low-key, uh, cover, and it was kind of fun, and and she did a really good job of singing it, and she had a different uh feel to it as it's, it's really cool seeing kind of what she if she how she's growing in her cover making like yeah. she's definitely the, the 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 look and the sound of it is definitely 2009 youtube cover world you know 2010 yeah. youtube cover yeah. world so it's like you know it's it you can't really kind of put it up there with the pamplemousses of the world but you know <laughs> But she's doing a fun little job. I don't know. The, what, what did you think of of her cover? Um,
1: I liked it. I liked her singing of the song. I guess I kind of liked her take of it. But I really, really like knowing knowing the Uroborong song. Like knowing the song, you kind of want the upbeat hypeness of it. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of just fell in that point, but she has a lovely singing voice, and I I appreciated it overall. But it was just like, oh, now I want to go dance to the song, which is kind of what it's meant
0: to be. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, But it's still a really fun little cover. And uh, I I, I like, I I was worried because she hadn't posted anything on on anything in a little while. I guess she was just kind of resting up, but uh, it was cool to see a new cover from her. Uh, but that's it. That's just no, nothing major about that. Just cool little cover. Go check it out. Uh, but that's it. That's all, uh, for what we've been listening to this week. We're gonna get over to our, uh, headlines, uh, to, to some craziness, uh, right after the break. So join us on our headlines. Pew. Yay! Let's- Hi folks, welcome back. We are here with our headlines We're going to talk about some topical topics. Uh, here, you know, some of the goings-ons in the past week. Uh, of course there's a big elephant in the room, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but let's throw in some quick little headlines before then. Uh, first off, in American expansion news, uh, we have... <laughs> <laughs> Ailey takes a photo with Beyonce's producer, Shea Taylor, American debut in the works. Uh, solo artist Ailey, a uh, young lady we all, uh, uh, we all love and adore, uh, mm-hmm. has attracted an immense interest after sharing a photo taken together with famous producer, Shea Taylor. Uh, of course, I love that the headline says, uh, Beyonce's producer, because that's, that's gonna be the odd, obvious connection, uh, but, uh, just to provide context, he's not, he's not just Beyonce's producer. He's worked with Rihanna, Neo, Chris Brown, a bunch of other people. He'll, he's also under a Rock Nation label. Uh, and apparently the news from this is that, uh, YMC Entertainment said that she's not only worked with, uh, Le- Shea Taylor, but a few other producers. And they're kind of plotting, plotting and plotting and, and kind of, uh, planning on kind of an, a, an expansion of the American market. Uh, Ailey certainly has the talent and she's got, you know, the Mm -hmm. the, the determination and she's, she's, she's uh, adorable as a human being. Uh, what, what, if anything, do you think of the possibility of her trying to, you know, come after America, come back home, (laughs) if you will? Um, I don't know. You, you know me, I'm, I'm
1: optimistic, but realistic about a lot of these things. Um, and, and as xenophobic as, as the Asians are, when it comes to music, the American audience can be just as xenophobic. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just kind of one of those things where, where you, you see stories and they're really, really cool, right? Um, but at the same time, you kind of, you, you kind of have the the understanding that it's just like, oh, yeah, that'll be cool, but, eh? Okay. <laughs> you know, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, eh. Um, and and originally, originally, I read the headline and I was like, oh, this is just another one of those. She took a photo with an American thing, right? Um, but no, there's a real story to this, um, and it's interesting. And it, and it all, for me, always harps back to, "Hey, to anyone's working with Will, I am American debut. Have we heard any of those songs?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it could be like that." I think the fact that it is a, an actual producer and not just artist who wants to be a producer and wants to be a mogul and is, uh, you know, that has his fingers in too many pots and is a little flaky rather, you know, she's actually working with just, you know, not just this producer, but a bunch of other producers and they're coming to her on her work. They're not, uh, I think the fact that they're not beholden to the whims of one artist. Desire to do something and then, you know, moves away that they move away from it and get abandoned behind. Whereas uh, instead, she's working on her stuff and bringing in people uh, to her stuff, bringing in producers. But, you know, it's basically her and her team are handling it. So I think that that could be a little bit better uh, sight, a little better sign, a little better uh, possibilities. And I think as a media personality, I think she's got the advantage that, uh, she's just coming back home. She, you know, she's an American girl, so she's not, the language barrier is not going to be an issue. Uh, and she's actually kind of, uh, witty, you know, she's actually can speak, uh, wittily and she can actually speak well, uh, trying to avoid saying (laughs) well-spoken, uh, but she can actually speak English and she can actually speak well. she's a fun personality. And I think she can engage people. So she has things going for her, but Mm -hmm. again, it's, it's just like, I think she's got as, I think she's got as much of a chance as anybody of making it here. Uh, you know, as as any, you know, wannabe, uh, R and B singer has in making it big, uh, She just now has a few connections and she can, she has the tools in her belt to, to kind of do something, uh, good music wise, but, uh, it, it, it could, you know, it could, uh, fail, but it could succeed as well. Uh, but I don't know. It's, it's hard to really say. It's hard to really, obviously it's hard to speculate, but I think she has the tools, uh, to succeed and she could, and it'd be really cool to see her succeed. Yeah, Yeah. it's just here's my problem, right? Um,
1: is we take our we take our favorite Korean pop artist, um, and we we go, man, oh, like, and and I'm saying this as a collective, right? Um, as as the fans, producers, people like that, right? So it's like. You, you, take, take your favorite Korean pop artist. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, they're coming to America. That's going to be awesome. But in your mind, what you're thinking is hearing your favorite songs that that person has done in English, right? But that's not what you're going to get. And that's a lot of times what you expect and what you want, but the powers that be don't think that that's what you want, or two, they want to appeal to the American artist. I mean, the American audience, not artists. Um, They want to appeal to the American audience, which necessarily we aren't. We are what I would classify as the international audience. I like American music. I like Korean music. I like Japanese music. There's fucking, fucking Australian people. There's there's Taiwanese pop music that I've heard that I thought is pretty cool that are in those native languages, and there's a flavor about them that makes me think they're they're cool. There's a flavor about Korean pop music. No matter how many times me and PD may reference American pop or, or British pop or anything like that to describe it, we're just using these things that we think people know to describe what we're listening to, what we're hearing, what we're seeing, what we're experiencing. Um So when these artists come and they work with American producers, that's the style and sound that you're going to get. You're going to get the American produced style and sound that some of you don't like and some of you don't care for. And a lot of the time, that's the thing that me and Peter are talking about. That's going to be the problem. Yeah. It's cool to hear, you know, Ailey's working with the dude who's produced Beyonce, but you know what that means? It means her label wants to hear that Beyonce sound with Ailey on it. Necessarily where we just want to hear Ailey in English. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Um, um, I think, uh, I think, uh, the, the tough part is, yeah, they want to translate somebody who has been adopting a very Beyonce-esque uh, approach in Korea, anyways. Uh, they mm-hmm. want to, you know, translate to kind of give her a Beyonce-esque sound. But the fact that I think that's what they uh, they think when they're pairing the two. Uh, but when you get them in the studio, eh, it might end up something different. But yeah, like you said, it's going to be uh, kind of reworking, kind of thinking of things to uh, appeal to an American audience. So I think. What's tough is sometimes, uh, what we want is not necessarily what they, uh, what the rest of America wants. And sometimes, you know, it, right. it, it might be something where it might be a good idea from a uh, brand building and from a, you know, actual music business uh, perspective to not necessarily try to, uh, do the same thing. But, uh, and uh, that, that could be the approach, but at the same time, uh the problem with that isn't necessarily that they that they don't make music that we like but that a lot of times they uh hammer out or smooth out or excise the things that make them unique uh and leave all behind only the stuff that they already have of course because uh, you know, as, uh, there are unique parts to East Asian, you know, music, especially Korean mm. music, but, uh, you know, the core of it is very Western pop influenced. So the stuff we know a little bit translated, a little bit adopted, but with some unique flavor, but sometimes they tend to take out that unique flavor and you're left with kind of also ran music. So yeah, it's, it's, it's um. the, the kind of double edged sword where it's understandable that they mainly want to focus on What's going to succeed? Uh, but sometimes they don't think that part of that is bringing a unique flavor. Uh, yeah. so. I mean, I mean, they okay. can...
1: I have this example, right? Um, uh, Tate, to anyone's, I know, and I know I use to anyone a lot, but because that's the one that hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and you always remember the things that hurt you. Um, <laughs> Twenty One has the song "I'm the Best," right? Yeah. In Korean, really good song. It's also an English version of it. Yeah. Produced. It's just the same song in English. You you know what? It's a good fucking song. You, can't,
0: can't nobody. Do you think you can't nobody? Is it nobody? can't nobody? Yes. But yeah, uh, your point remember? still stands. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> My point still stands. Title was wrong. Um no. Uh can't nobody, right? So both songs fucking bee's knees were, are are perfectly good songs. Are composed exactly the same. It's just one is in English. And do I like one more than the other? No, I don't. I like mm-hmm. them both. Because I like that song, it's just yeah. one I under I can understand a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> um, and
0: I mean, even that could that be a or... carry... <laughs> 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 not Would that necessarily like carry?
1: Because
0: sometimes the dumb, the dumb, the dumb, the dumb, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but
1: but no, that wouldn't that went over. That doesn't necessarily carry over. But at the same time, if that was produced, you know, by some Brit British producer who was like, okay, I, I know that. That's cool. But, you know, this is my flavor. This is my sound. This is the type of thing that I do. Would I still like it? Probably not. Would other people like it? Probably. You know, and it's those kind of things that they have to think about going in. So... Are they gonna cater to me? Fuck no. Are they gonna cater to the dude who's produced songs that has twenty thousand listens, a hundred thousand downloads on iTunes, you know, and and shit like that? Fuck yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. Um. Um. So I think, uh, like I said, I think the 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 conclusion to draw is that, uh, she has the tools. Uh, she has. Uh, I think the wherewithal, and I'm sorry to say this, but as an American can, the word will fall to voice her opinion <laughs> a little bit and then therefore bring her own flavor into the, into the mix, uh, in the recording studio and in the uh, composing of the music and the performing of the music. So I think that'll put, help her out a lot, uh, and make something that sh- that'll actually reflect her and work for her. So, uh, that's a big part of it. And I think, uh, she's, a good enough media personality that she has, she can really translate well, uh, anywhere. Uh, so she has the tools to succeed. It's just a matter of, uh, if it works out, which again, it's, it, it, it's a crapshoot even for the best of, uh, you know, even for, uh, people in the best circumstances. Uh, so we'll have to see. Uh, but good luck, Ailey. Uh, we adore you. You're fun and awesome. And I hope you kick ass. (laughs) Uh, but moving on to another interesting article. So this is a, this is a, a, a story that I really didn't bring into the, into the, uh, the show and I didn't really want, initially care about discussing, uh, because it was just kind of this weird tawdry, uh, tabloid scandal that was kind of dumb. Uh, but what now made it catch my attention this time? Uh, was the actual details, uh, of the incompetence involved, uh, which mm-hmm. made it utterly hilarious. So let's get into this. Uh, Glam's Dahi and, uh, E.G. Young charged, uh, E.B. Han, uh, blackmail details uncovered. Uh, so this has been stor- This story of the alleged blackmail of E.B. Young Han, Uh, who, from these two girls, uh, 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 initially unknown, uh, but we found out that it was, uh, Dahi of a group that we've talked about before, uh, Glam, uh, rest in peace Glam, (laughs) uh, this is tough, tough for for them, all this kind of drama is tough for them, uh, but, and a unknown model, kind of relatively, uh, less known model, E.G. Young. Uh, tried to blackmail, uh, Han and into kind of, uh, you know, for, uh, things, what was it? Uh, good several, you know, five million dollars and they're trying to get them a house. Uh, and what's really interesting is how they kind of, th- they weren't the brightest tools in the shed <laughs> they weren't <laughs> sharpest the tools in the shed uh and they when they came about it it's like according to the prosecution's finding, the three first got to each other uh on July first through, through the introduction of an acquaintance. They hung out several times after that to enjoy drinks together, and Egeon and Dahi devised a plan to receive either money or a house from the actor. He refused to give them these things they would threatened to expose the video they took on July third and such. The two girls also apparently planned on capturing a scene in which E. han and Dahi would be hugging. So last month on the 29th, they called E. han to Dahi's home and E. G. phone was set up near the sink to capture such a moment. However, a chance for them to hug did not come along. So E. G. who had been waiting outside, came inside and showed actively a video that they had taken of their lewd conversation and threatened him. Dahi and E.G. Young brought out two travel bags and asked for four, five billion, uh, five billion won or five million dollars. Uh, however, the actor left and reported them to the police and on September 1st, the two ladies were arrested. Uh, this was the, uh, this quite possibly was, uh, the, the silliest, uh, blackmail scheme I've ever seen. Um, the most adorable, silly blackmail scheme I've ever seen. Uh,
1: Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like a goddamn scene out of a Korean drama. Yes, (laughs) like the two kind of ditzy girls trying to like catch the the smart rich dude in a situation, and everything just kind of happens to not like work out the way they were expecting it to, and you know, like it's just kind of silly, you know? Yeah. Um I I can't even I can't even go over the severity of what it actually is. I can't even I can't even comprehend because of how silly it is. It just it it, it totally sounds like a fucking Korean SNL skit or something like that. You know, like I just yeah. I can't get over the hilarity of it. Yeah.
0: I just can't. I, like...
1: can't. I physically can't I can't get over the hilarity of it.
0: Yeah, and it's like, uh, the fact that, uh, that even if they, they, they I think, uh, the understanding is that they did, uh, do some things, uh, I, my comment kind of stands, uh, I, I, on the article, I said, uh, you a side chick, and you expecting him to buy a house, to which I, and I also na- added the nice little Stephen A. Smith laugh, just to, just to, just to add a little flavor, but like... <laughs> The ridiculousness of it all, and uh, what's also interesting is kind of looking at the, the financial situation of Dahi, uh, is so the prosecution said both the girls were in need of money because Lee Jeon did not have much coming in from her modeling activities, while Dahi is actually in a situation where she owes her agency 300 million Korean won, uh, which is presumed to be the training and promotional expenses which she has yet to pay off. Uh, Nay. just that advance, though that advance, it'll come back to Jesus. bite you. Everybody trying to sign a cr- contract. Watch out for of that advance,
1: Just hey. uh, cause Just 'cause just 'cause you got shark doesn't mean you go out and shark
0: someone else. Yeah. Like. <laughs>
1: uh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh. It just kind of uh more more uh looking into kind of idle contracts, which is always interesting. Uh, especially, you know, for, for, you know, struggling new artists, uh, artists like we've, uh, talked about before with Glam. Uh, especially since they, they mm-hmm. haven't really been doing anything. Uh, so it, it is just a very silly situation. I just thought it was kind of comical and, and a little sad for the other girls in Glam. Cause this has basically just killed that group's, uh, chances. Uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, especially, uh, Janie, who's actually, uh, really talented, uh, and she, as I saw her on the Idol Dance Battle Deal, D-Style, uh, the event that, uh, your girl, One Cat, won. won. <laughs> uh, they got her, you know, a uh, commercial contract. Uh, yeah, she dude. impressed on there. And, uh, it, uh, hopefully the other girls can find, uh, you know, Success elsewhere, but it's gonna—you ain't gonna see glam anymore. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> no more glam. Uh But come on, you gotta get, gotta be, you know, gotta understand what, how to work the side chick game. Like you, you gotta have the patience. It's a long con. You gotta have better evidence. Like, come on, get your shit straight. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Mhm. All right. Moving on to the, like I said, the elephant in the room. <laughs> uh, so Tuesday, uh, it seems. I think it was like Tuesday, uh, of last week. Uh, just to kind of get pull back the curtain. We tend to record on Sundays and Mondays, but I, I just to kind of give myself a couple of days to get around to editing things. Uh, we post on Wednesdays. Uh, and Somebody that watched last week's episode might wonder why we weren't talking about this, but yeah, just to understand, that, oh, that's why, because uh, you know it happened on Tuesday. Tuesday, uh, Jessica went to her Weibo uh, and posted something that everyone initially figured was uh, was means that her meant that her account was hacked, uh, but it turns out, you know, uh, otherwise, uh, she says I was excited about our upcoming fan events only to be shockingly informed by my company and eight others that, as of today, I'm no longer a member. I'm devastated. My priority and love is to serve as a member of uh, GG, but for no justifiable reason I am being forced out. Uh, this was, like, the, this was dramatic and weird and utterly confusing. Uh, a lot of people were thinking that she was hacked, uh, that this was kind of just a... a one of those freak things. Uh but the SM uh went ahead and released a statement confirming that yet yeah, she's in fact out of senior today. Uh so this is hello this is SM Entertainment. We are offering our position on the message posted on Jessica's Weibo posted uh t- posted on Jessica's Weibo posted today. Uh this coming spring due to her personal uh, situation she notified us that she will halt her team productions with the release of one more album. Uh, despite Jessica's sudden notice, the agency and the Girls' Generation members tried our best and tried to figure out a way that Girls' Generation activities can continue in the best possible direction. However, in the midst of insufficient clear negotiations regarding conflicts and differences in priorities and interests, Jessica started her fashion business. Due to, due to this, despite ongoing talks, it has come to a point where the team could not be maintained any longer. Thus, the agency had no choice but to pull up Girls Generation activities as eight members earlier than planned. Uh, and in the midst of while working out when to announce this, Jessica had posted her words earlier this morning. From here on, uh, our agency will continue to support and manage the eight members Girls Generation and Jessica's individual activities. Uh, which was weird. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's weird that they felt they needed to, uh, kick her out of the group, especially considering if you look elsewhere, you look at a girl, a group like Wonder Girls can, can, you know, they can continue to say, Hey, everything's fine. There's still a group and they still exist while well, is in Haiti doing a mission, you know, <laughs> like, you know, spending the next seven yeah. yeah. years in Haiti. Uh, and it's not like other SM groups haven't had members, uh, take time off, like, Uh, yeah, Super Junior, you know, you have currently Sully taking time off from, uh, from the group. So the move to basically kick her off of, uh, uh, Sunya Shade and for all intents and purposes, they say they're going to continue to, uh, support her individual activities, which really means that she's still under contract and they're going to keep her under contract for as long as possible, because it's SM. You got to sue to get yourself out of contract. Uh... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Is definitely odd. And there's been a lot of speculations about why, uh, there's been, you know, statements from both parties, you know, statement, uh, from Jessica's kind of giving a contradiction, you know, kind of running counter. Uh, she says that she was given explicit permission to start her fashion, uh, business, a blanc. Uh, but then things got kind of turned around. Uh, there's a lot of going back and forth. And it's kind of just a, a crazy, confusing mess that is a little weird and a little sad, especially if you're a on. I think a lot sad if you, if you if you don't have a lot of perspective. Uh, it, it's, it, it, this was the group that for the past seven years, I thought, oh yeah, they're just going to roll out like this, you know, this nine member group, roll out for the rest of this, their careers. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Oh, nope, not anymore. They're not immune. Uh, well, did you have any thoughts as this was kind of breaking throughout the week? Um, I don't know. It's one of those things where, uh, I happened
1: to talk to other GG fans that weren't you, which is weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, there's a lot of vitriol that I think is still on the back burner to be like, okay, you have like two seconds to say that this was a joke. Um, And the longer this seems to go on, I think any kind of anger or anything like that is just met with a lot of confusion. Because um, yeah. like you said, this is just one of those weird things where there's definitely way more going on than what's being given at 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 the surface, even with the maybe accidental uh posting of of anything or something like that, or all these kind of things, there's something uh, it, it, everything on the surface seems really weird and eerie, and then it's one of those situations where like in a horror movie you're already getting the eerie feeling, but for some stupid reason, the person keeps pushing on and you get into the house and you find some fucked up shit. (laughs) Um, I feel like that is what kind of is going on where we're all taken aback and kind of like she was doing fashion stuff. So you kicked her out like what? And there just has to be, more going on to this and, and other things
0: going on than what is at the surface. Yeah. I think one of the, uh, I think one of, I think my preferred theory, I think one theory that really does make sense is that, uh, from again, Asian junkie kind of, uh, always kind of putting things in a really cool perspective, uh, is that, uh, it could be just as simple as the fact that Jessica was pushing Blanc. Blanc was something that she was doing and she was uh, uh an activity that she was doing that they weren't getting a cut of like they couldn't they're not getting any money off of it. A big part of that is that, you know, and it very evidently was the fact that anything Blanc was always on, you know, promoted as coming from Jessica Jung, not Jessica from Senior Day or Senior Shade Jessica or anything like that. It was Jessica Jung. No, she didn't use, she didn't mention, she doesn't mention Sina Shade or Girls Generation in the promoting. Uh, so therefore they, they, they can't make any money off of it. And I think further, uh, I think illustrated from, uh, one of the comments is that, uh, from, uh, and I want to give them credit, William Blake in the comments really kind of put it into perspective of thinking of this less of like, you know, uh, entertainment industry thing and more like the mob, <laughs> uh, and if you think about it like that, she was making she was going out there doing business and making money and the family wasn't getting a cut of it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that they didn't quite appreciate that. You know, it's yeah. it's it's I think if you look, looking at that perspective, it really does it that seems like it could really make sense like uh th- there's uh, a lot of the story of what she brings up is the the uh, the, everybody saying, well, they, everybody giving her express permission and then kind of turning on her. Uh, I think that people are parsing it a little bit, of course, cause there's also, you know, a lot of it where they could, they could, either one of them could be lying or they could both be telling the truth. They just have different truths. Cause, you know, we have different perspectives. You can interpret things different ways. So things like the fact that, of course, they gave her permission to kind of do the business cause, I'm thinking contractually they couldn't say anything otherwise, like, uh, but the turning around on her, uh, could have been just simply that they wanted to say, Hey, you know, this can't take president precedence over, uh, girls generation. Like this can't supersede girls generation. Uh, and you know, we still, we probably, chances are we'll never know the full extent of what's going on. Uh, you know, everything's a little, uh, messed up. Uh, you know, they, 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 they've been kind of doing events without her. Uh, at the same time, she's still kind of, uh, doing her thing. You know, the, the, the machinations behind it are still a little interesting. You know, she's expanded Blanc to, to be Blanc and Eclair, uh, you know, expanded to the company to kind of include more, uh, more aspects of the, of fashion design and fashion industry stuff. Uh, so she's kind of, uh, she's still going forward with the, the that uh brand and, you know, she's going to have to cause like, that's all she's got, you know, cause that's all yeah. she's got cause you know, uh, music wise she's gonna, she's gonna end up in that dungeon they used to, used to keep Amber, you know, <laughs> she's gonna end up in that, that SM dungeon they used to keep Amber and Luna while they, they had Crystal doing her thing, you know, <laughs> uh, but it's, it's all a big mess. And then you got things going out like rumors of Luhan leaving Exo, which is further muddling up the rumor mill. Of course, there's no substantiated, uh, facts with that. So, uh, we don't know what's going on there. Uh, we can assume nothing's going on there. Uh, so it, it is all kind of a crazy mess and it's not the, and it's, Further kind of adds to the legacy of SM of being this, this powerhouse of well executed, uh, releases of music and entertainment, but that feels like it may, f- uh, feel like a prison. <laughs> it it, there, there are the, the kind of the SM empire, very much kind of how we broke them down in our, in our breaking down of the three, uh, Labels as, you know, three powers. You can go back to our episode, three powers. Uh, there is a legacy of people either wanting out or, you know, these decisions where there's this wanting to control the message, wanting to control the, you know, the activities. And, uh, it doesn't feel like the best environment, uh, But, yeah, we'll never know what is really is happening. Cause again, it's SM. They'll never actually tell the truth about what's really happening, uh, unless it's convenient for them. Uh, yeah, it's, uh,
1: it's, it's it's just weird. And it's, it's going to be a rumor mill for a while, you know, just, it's just going to keep cycling and, and, and rumor milling and doing all that kind of stuff. And, it's just, it's, it's just weird and kind of odd as to all the things that are, that are going on. So it's just, I don't know. It's just one of those things where until we get all the details, it like kind of take everything you read with a, a grain of salt.
0: Yeah. And understand that if, uh, in all likelihood, we will never get all the details. <laughs> so, uh, that's going to be the toughest part. Uh, but hello, I think almost kind of amusingly, uh, news dropped today, again, this Monday, uh, we record on, on Monday this week. Uh, rumor, uh, not rumor, but, uh, no, uh, kind of news dropped today that, uh, SM Entertainment announced that Red Velvet, the great, uh, scandal breaker of, of SM, uh, are coming back. Uh, you know, they, just like they debuted fresh off of Ekvex's, uh, sudden hiatus, they're coming back. Like, really, right now. Mm-hmm. Next week. Hey! You know, I know, I know this is so crazy, but hey, Red Velvet's coming back! Hey! Talk about Red Velvet now. Red Velvet! Look <laughs> it up! Red Velvet! Uh, and they're coming back with a remake of SES's, uh, Be Natural. Uh, so they're coming back with a song that's already been made, made and doesn't really have to be reworked all that much. So, no effort needs to be made. It's almost like they needed to get something done really quickly. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know. Oh. I don't,
0: I don't want, I don't want to harp on other groups, you know? I know. It's not Red Velvet's fault that SM is no. using them this way. They are lovely girls and they sing really well. And I think I keep saying this just because I think it's a, uh, the, if, if it is in fact what they're using them for again, I, I say this in defense of Red Velvet that it's not cool. Like, uh, it's a disservice to, uh, you know, several talented young girls that you're using them to kind of divert attention away from your scandals. Again. <laughs> uh, and again, for all intents and purposes, it could mean nothing. They're, you know, they're, they're, uh, they do, they could, it could, it could, it could be that they simply want to release something on my birthday. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, and if it, that is the case, I thank you, SM, and I, 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 you know, I understand. Uh, and, and I'm very appreciative of it. but hopefully that is the case, or, you know, something else other than using these Loving Young girls for the sake of, uh, publicity and good PR, you know, and distraction, you know, kind of wag the dog or wag the girl group, you know? Uh, it is, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> SM Entertainment is, uh, one of those interesting kind of, uh, nuts that I, uh, that I wish I could, uh, successfully crack. It's just, it's just, uh, it seems like, uh, it seems like this monolithic kind of, <laughs> uh, organization, but, you know, there, there's just, there's just so much that I, I wish was better, uh, about them, uh, especially considering that the, i I can't think of any, I mean, any other organization that has been that consistently sued to get out of, of you know, like if you think about it, JYJ, you know, TVXQs, and, mm-hmm. and JYJ splitting off a of TVXQ, Hanging, Chris, uh, it, it's like you feel trapped every other, every other like company like, you know, when people leave it's usually, oh their contract ran out and they just kinda of decide to go test free agency or whatever, you know. Or a dongo from UKIS, he just said, I kinda of want to take a break and they were like, Cool. Uh go ahead and go uh do your thing. We wish you all the best. Um and we love you. You know, just kind of let him go. And let him kind of you know live out his you know, live his life. Uh but <laughs> it's like uh, even this, they, they kicked her out of Girls Generation, but they, the, the little, uh, at the end was like, we will continue to support, uh, Jessica in her individual activities. It's like, that is code for, we still got her under contract and we're going to keep her under contract for as long as possible. It's like, uh, for as long as we can until we finally uh, can't renew the contract. You know, it's like, uh, until, yeah. you know, until it's done under- So it's like, I don't know, uh, it, I can't, uh, there's nothing more to be said, really. <laughs> uh, it's just more rambling. I just, uh, it, it worries me. I hope for the best for Girls Generation. It's a group that I do generally, uh, uh, genuinely enjoy and I want the best for. I do hope for the best for these girls, FX, uh, and I want the best to happen to them, but it's, it almost feels like it might not be, it, it, I, I, I wish, the organization was run a little better, is what I want to say, uh, and was run a little less stringent and a little less draconian, <laughs> uh, in its nature. But I think that that's all that can be said about that. It's all a big mess and we wish it was less messy. Uh, and it's a little sad for, to be a seller right now. <laughs> it's a little sad to be a seller right now. Uh, but that's it. I think that's, that's all for our thoughts on, on that stuff. Uh, I think we finished up another successful episode of Halijuku. Uh, Did you mention the EXO thing? The EXO, yeah. Uh, Luhan, the rumor, uh, just of more rumors kind of coming around, rumors of Luhan. Yeah.
1: From it's it's just, years. that's what it is. It, it's really rumor cycle because we're, it's like between the next cycle of r- Rookie groups coming out, a group's coming out. So it's just one of these things where it's gonna be a lot of this. There's gonna be a lot of these rumor things. And and with kind of this, this pressing change that's kind of happening in, in Korean music, we're just gonna see a lot of weird things start to happen. And I mean, it doesn't get any weirder than, uh, them kicking Jessica out of Girl's <laughs> Generation. But, yeah. Um, uh, like I said, it... any, any of these stories, the, the EXO, the, the, you know, Jessica, the, any of the other kind of scandalous stories we've talked about, we take them with a grain of salt. So should you. Just yeah. kind of be mindful of of what's being said, what's being done, who's saying it, you know, and and just usually, and, and it seems to kind of be a trend where most of the time in Korean, uh, Korean, uh, music stuff, that the truth does end up coming out. So yeah just wait wait for wait to see what really happens wait to see what's really going on
0: yeah uh I think uh that's it. all I can say is two thousand fourteen whoa <laughs> <laughs> two thousand fourteen has been a hell of a year to to be in the kickoff. I kind of yeah. joined at a weird time uh mm-hmm. two thousand fourteen does not quit i'm I'm almost scared to what of uh, what comes next uh <laughs> 2014 will not quit. Uh, but that's it for another episode of Holly Juku. Uh, yeah. Kaz, what have yeah. you got going in on your near neck of the woods? <laughs>
1: uh, trying to produce podcasts, <laughs> Um, and, and trying to, to wrangle a uh, wild group of people, uh, to do a kind of bigger video group podcast project Ring, wrangling people is harder than wrangling animals man like you could put yeah. you could probably put me on a fucking field of fucking sheep and i could i could figure that out but trying to be like hey record <laughs> like like, ah! like fucking children running around a daycare um yeah. if anything uh uh i am i am getting more and more and more into photography uh, and and learning a lot of things and starting to spend a lot of money, um, <laughs> and and hopefully at some point, no, you know what? I'm not gonna say hopefully at some point it'll be justified. That that that's having the wrong mindset about it. Um, play to win. It, it's a it's a loving hobby. Uh, if one day I make money from it that's awesome but it is a hobby that gives me interest in in the arts again because i used to draw a lot when i was a kid um and photography kind of gives me that same feeling so if anything what i what what i would want and love people to do is to go and check out any of my photography anywhere on the internet. Uh, There's a DeviantArt page uh, that has some of it on it that's probably going to go away, but definitely go over to uh, 500px.com slash Uh It's kind of going to be the central home of a lot of my photography or a lot of the stuff that I think is good for my photography. If you kind of want to see everything, um, go over to Facebook or Google Plus. That's kind of where I put up everything good, bad, or ugly, uh, but I'm going to start kind of honing in on that a little bit, because I want people to start seeing the good. Um, and and yeah. just, I don't know, just kind of keep a lookout for those things. Definitely come back and listen to more Halei Juku. Um, yes. And this is the time where Petey says links, and then I end the show.
0: Yes. About.me <laughs> slash King Kaz. About.me slash Petey mm-hmm. Rave You can follow me at Petey Rave all over the internet. Halei Juku uh, on, yeah. the, on Twitter uh kpoppodcast.com is the easy link you can give your friends uh and your frenemies and maybe even your enemies I don't know uh but you know just share that subscribe uh like us subscribe to us uh review us you know give us give us some feedback let us know what we do well um uh, yeah you know what that is something
1: I would definitely definitely love to get whether whether you've been listening to a few episodes or whether you just randomly came across us. Just, just drop some thoughts. Even, even, even if, even if you think, oh, they're... They're cool guys, but I don't really have anything nice to say. Let us know why, uh, so yeah. that we can make a better product going further, because that's what we want to do. We want to be able to make a better product, be able to give you the things that you want to listen to, because we have fun doing the show, and it's really not much effort from us. It's a lot of effort for PD, but <laughs> uh, it's just one of those things, you know, that that it would be good to know what we could do to keep you as a listener, have you come back, do all those kind of things, and namely, if you really want to listen to really, really good put podcast at me or Petey do, go check out Record Breakers. Go check out Fanny Pack uh Wrestling Podcast. Go check out Shooting the Shit with Unity Black Guys. We had a great, awesome episode the other day that went up, and we should have been recording one this weekend, but I totally forgot. I need a doc yes. and an assistant.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, go check out those things. Uh Let's all uh, enjoy, and let's all think of happier times uh with this this picture that I just put it there. Uh But until next time, hasta los huevos.
2: Bye. Anyo. Anyo. Fighting. Fighting.